You thought I was gone. You all did. You assumed that I was done. I was never coming back. You said you were going to redo the podcast with somebody new. Well, I'm back, okay? And I'm here to set the record straight. All right, all this talk about tanking. I'm not tanking. I'm here. I'm going to win this year. Wow. You all, you're all surprised. You, you don't think this team's good? You just wait. You just wait. This team is this team's going to do it. I'm going to win the championship. Watch out, Chris, John, Anthony, Quinn. You guys have no shot. This is the best team in the league. One and eight. Doesn't matter. I'm running the table. Holy cow. This is going to, that would be the most insane. You, you could do it, though. Charlie's done it before. I could see it with Kadarius Tony. He's popping off two receptions for yep. 12 yards. He's looking good. I mean, anything could happen here. He's coming. Terrence Marshall is here. Uh, Josh Palmer is here. My face of the franchise. He's ready. Uh, And I talked to AJ this week. He was like, I don't want to be part of a rebuild. I was like, AJ, this is not a rebuild. (laughs) We're we're ready. We're just, we're going to get all the draft picks next year and we're going to run it back and reset the league. You watch. Almost insulting that he would call it a rebuild. These players calling his teammates like this a rebuild? Come on. Uh, I know. These are professional people. Professional players. McKinnon, AJ Dillon. Yeah, I mean, look, look at the guys on this bench that are just anchoring the depth of this team. Latavius <laughs> Murray is a young man. He's got a bright future ahead of him. So is Sammy Watkins, a bright future ahead. Um, Jalen Naylor is a, a good young player with a lot of potential. And just just wait till Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins and Hollywood Brown come back. This team's loaded. You wow. guys watch out. There's no tank going here. No tank. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm scared. I'm absolutely scared. I'm not scared of Chris now. I'm scared of Michael. You should be scared of Jarek McKinnon and Latavius Murray leading the charge. Wow. I can't say that. I'm done. I can't say it with a straight face. You should. You should be able to say it first with a straight face, Michael. Right. Oh, These guys it's are great too- to be back. Good to be back on the pod. Um, we'll try to. I'll try to be more consistent. It's been a crazy month but uh i'm excited i'm still having a great time with this league and uh this is obvious this is we're just saying this is the my favorite league and uh john you've been putting together a uh an encyclopedia of knowledge about this league which i've never seen done in a fantasy league could you care to share that a little bit yeah i so i went on reddit or i just went on the internet i googled like just fantasy league history spreadsheet and found a template, and I think it's like the best the best template I found. It's the most in-depth. It'll, it has a bunch of tabs on it. It has an individual tab for each manager. So I, I have inputted the original six and Charlie so far of just all our seasons, uh, hoping to get everyone done by the end of the day and then um, just put in all the other stuff. There's so many different tabs of like head-to-head records against each other. Um, chip, individual championship seasons, a league records one, and then the uh, main page is like a overall manager power ranking page. It has like everyone's stats on one page, and it gives everyone a number, which is basically just average power ranking through your whole season, all your seasons. Uh, and power ranking numbers, just like a big formula of it, just takes takes all your stats and spits out a number on on who's the best. Um, Dang, that's gonna yeah. be awesome. 
John, who are the original six? Uh, I guess it's the original seven, actually. Oh, I, I, I really wanted to see who you were going to leave out. Yeah, it's the original seven. Um, There's seven original members of this league. It's, it's, yeah, um, I, I, I got confused. It's seven, it's seven. Um, Is it because we started that group chat without Quinn? Yeah, we started without Quinn, and then we named it original six, and I was like, wait, Quinn was originally there as well. Disrespect. Yeah, absolute disrespect. To Quinn, who who just dethroned... He beat Thanos. Yeah. Quinn just beat Thanos, and you're disrespecting him. He did beat Thanos. It, I will say it was when most of Chris's players were on a bye week, but he still did score 136. Yeah, he was still the leading scorer in the league. Yeah. Uh, and his team is looking really good, honestly. His team is good. He was, he was trying to trade me for A.J. Brown this week, and uh, he was like, you can have anyone on my bench. And I was like, Quinn... Your bench sucks. <laughs> it does There's nobody suck. on your bench. Your whole it lineup does. is good. It does. It's like, well, what about Adam Thielen? I was like, as young as Adam Thielen is, <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> you don't want the youngest player in the league, Adam Thielen? Adam Thielen, the youngest star in the league. Yeah, um, at 32 years young, I think I'm going to pass on Adam Thielen. But Quinn had a, had a hell of a week. Um, we have a lot of things to talk about and cover. Um so uh, quickly, I want to say this. Um, I thought you and Tom actually did a really good job kind of recapping all the trades. Um, I obviously, I blew it up. I threw in the towel. Um, I, I had talked to you guys about it, so you kind of knew where my head was at with it. Um, you know, looking back, like, could I have probably, like, stayed in it and may, maybe snuck into the playoffs this year and maybe even contended? Time will tell. Um, I, You know, no regrets. If this league was pro- was like for $200, I probably would have stayed in it and not tanked. But I was like, ah, this could be kind of fun. Um, so I, I threw it all in and uh, decided to rebuild. And it's kind of fun to like be rooting for my team to not score points instead of the opposite way around. There's like no stress. If like somebody does well, I'm like, ah, dang, okay, they're good. Like maybe I could either like trade them or I got to keep this guy. Uh, like Josh Palmer went over 100 yards. And I'm like, okay, good. I'm glad I have this guy on my team for the future. But if they do bad, I'm like, all right, good. Commit to the tank. Nice job. Yeah, exactly. Win-win. It's a win-win either way. I bet it's a nice feeling. Yeah, I mean, as you saw, your team, like, would have destroyed this week. Holy cow. All your players, old players went off. Um, but at the same time, like, you, yeah, I don't know. It would have been iffy last week, depending on, like, how things went and I don't know. Your record still would have been low. It still would have been tough, for sure. So either way, just go. Go no regrets. I I agree. You, you made a decision. You can't be tracking all your old players like this at this point. Unhealthy. Yeah, um, it's like you know following what your ex girlfriend is doing yeah. and like watching every single thing that she posts and like trying to figure out where she's at it's like this is just not good man just don't do that to yourself just just let it go i also like how you sort of spread the love out you know like you didn't give it all to one person either so now we now no one's like overstacked or anything Uh, i'm glad you brought that up because that was exactly what i wanted to do yeah that way like even though i was like trading my good players it wasn't like it all went to like it didn't all go to you or it didn't all go to like Tom or it didn't all go to Alex or like Jack. Like it was like, okay, if I'm getting these first round picks, I know that I need some of these guys. Like I got to try for them not to be like the best in the league or else I'm just screwing myself. So 
like Alex wanted both Devontae and Mixon and gave me a great offer, but I was like, ooh, that would make Alex way too good. <laughs> if, if he's good, then his pick is not going to be good, and I need that pick to be good. Yeah, so, smart. Very, I wanted very to smart. spread it out a little bit. Very, very smart, I will say. Um, and it's just fun to see, like, a team like Jack, who had a really rough start this season, he now has some, like, a little bit more depth. Sanders has been doing well. So that's good for him. Alex is like looking like he can actually compete too. So yeah, I'm glad. And any oh, game man, nothing. I mean, if Joe Mixon scores five touchdowns, I think Alex could very well compete. Yeah, uh, I I bet he's just gonna do that from now on. Every uh, week. Yeah. He used to be on my team, right? Maybe not. Yeah, he used to be on your team. That's, that's gotta hurt a little bit. I don't think he used to be on my. Uh, well, it's it hurts less because Clyde's just. He used to be on Tom's team. Yeah, he used, be, he used to be on Tom's <laughs> Tom, what a move, man. Yeah, oh what a move. Nah, my <laughs> Clyde's doing so fucking poorly. Rondell Moore's <laughs> not doing bad, though. No, Rondell Moore, actually, might yeah. have more valuable, more value than Clyde <laughs> at this point. Somehow, Clyde is just doing negative things. Clyde was the throw-in piece. Yeah, I knew, I knew it all along. Um, all right, want to power rank people? Yeah, let's power rank. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, I like what you and Tom did last week. We can alternate. Um, you can go first. All right. Um, yeah, this is a. I, I last I didn't you tanked. I didn't put you at ten, Michael. Yeah, what? Not no. Last week, I mean. Oh. This okay. week I did yeah. put you at ten. Um, oh, thank God. I made a. I mean, this was before you fully tanked. I power ranked you before you made another trade or something. Now now your team is just. It's in the gutter. Um, it's, it's not looking good. You did make some, like, I think picking up Terrace Marshall was great. I put money on him. I didn't put enough money on him. And, yeah, that was a positive. But, yeah, your team, your starting lineup's rough. I mean, I will say the starting lineup still has some, like, promising players, at least, eventually, hopefully. But, yeah, no, this is – your team's at, at 10. 100% agree. The The reason my team's at 10 is the running backs are awful. This kind of reminds me of the early makings of Alex's team when he was rebuilding. Um, I, I like the young guys I have at receiver. Um, obviously, A.J. Brown is good, but you look at like Pickens, Palmer, Terrence Marshall, um, Kadarius Toney, I think, has a brighter future than he did. Um, Traylon Burks, I think, will come back and he'll be okay. Uh, I like the guys I have at receiver. I think a few of these guys are going to hopefully become players that I can use in the future. Um Yeah, but running back is terrible. The Packers suck. Um, so Dylan is like... Not doing anything this year. He's kind of worthless for this year, um, and I, I don't have an RB two, which is perfect for me. So I'm good, I'm sitting pretty, <laughs> sitting right, at, right at ten, right where I want to be. Nice. Who's your number nine then? Number nine is Charlie. Uh, this team has had a nice performance from Kenyon Drake. Uh, in a game that I went to against his Saints, ironically. Um, Kenyon Drake looked good. He ran the ball really well against a terrible Saints defense, um, ran all over him, uh, had a nice game, got a lot of work. Um, I was surprised with how much work he got. Uh, so that's great. Unfortunately, it looks like uh, Gus Edwards is going to come back after the bye. So that'll limit Drake's work there. Um, but no, this team, David Montgomery's dead, man. This guy's not good. The, the line's terrible in Chicago. 
Um, they don't feature him in the passing game. This this guy's done. I, I hate to say it. He's young. He's only 25, but his best days are behind him. Um, weird stat line. Chris Godwin had seven catches. How many yards do you think he got on seven catches, John? Don't look. Um, seven catches? Maybe like yeah. 55. Okay, that, that'd be pretty... I would say that's like below what you would think. Um, he had 36 yards on seven catches. Yikes. That's what, weird. What is, I mean, it's five yards a catch. The fucking Bucks offense is not great this year. That's amazing. No, they're not. Um, yeah, he, he got some positives out of Michael Carter, obviously with Brees Hall. Yeah, the Bucks are weird. Um, this team has no depth. This team's just not good. Uh, yeah, Charlie's at nine for me. Yeah, Charlie's at nine. I think he will like compete for ten with you in this ta- in your taking team. The only like, once again, like Lamar or even two two has been looking good the past two weeks too. Can just carry his team to win sometimes. Like he's got really good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made that trade for Lamar, and now his quarterbacks are really really good. And he might have to trade one at some point to someone who needs one. Issue is this is like. It, w- this is why we probably need to come back as a super flex league after the reset is quarterbacks just don't they're not worth much um, and having two quarterbacks is not worth anything for Charlie in this league um, especially when the rest of his lineup sucks um, yeah the the quarterback value in a 10 team league oh, we all have quarterbacks I mean, every team has a decent quarterback yeah, so maybe it improves if we in, in either increase it to twelve or change it to superflex or do both or whatever. So, we'll, yeah, we'll discuss that later. But yeah, Charlie's Charlie seems like a bad. Even like some te- players I thought would maybe have a positive um, impact this year, like Michael Gallup's done nothing since he came back, which sucks. I thought he would be good this year. He's not at all. Yep, I agree. Uh, I thought he would take more of a prominent role in that offense, and he just hasn't. Um, who do you got at eight, John? Um, at eight, I got um, relegate the Jets, Nick, um, who isn't bad mm. actually. He's a he's a pretty good eight, um, and mainly because Travis Etienne's like nuts. <laughs> this guy's absolutely popping off. Uh, he's now in the top ten running backs. Uh, he's he's great, man. Um, but yeah, he's also got some good. <clears throat> Garrett Wilson um, got a lot of targets this week. Goddard looking good. Uh, Curtis Samuel with a really long touchdown. I don't know. This guy still has point potential for sure. Uh, and I, it's it's looking prom- having ETN is going to be really good for him. I I'm sure of it. And yeah, Jalen Hurts yeah. looking good. Eagle, um, I mean, Eagles are just great. So that's really good. He's got that investment. Yeah, that's a great investment to have in, um, in in Nick's doing it right. I mean, you you look at this lineup that he put together, especially last week. It, it, it's pretty young. He doesn't have the running back depth. We've talked about that, but he's really um, he's really had a money ball approach to this team, and he's done a nice job. He really has. Um, despite like he is a team that wants to get good draft picks, but he's also trying to win every week and see what he can do. Um, ETN was a great investment for him. I mean, you look back at that trade, he traded away like Tyler Lockett for ETN. Um, great investment for Nick. It, it, he's really done a very nice job. And let's be honest, we put him in a terrible situation when he came into this league. 
That team was old. That team was not good. He didn't really understand draft picks. That's my fault. I acknowledge. I kind of <laughs> right away went for it with him. Um, he he uh, and I shouldn't have done that. I really shouldn't have because that's not fair to the league. Um, but yeah, he's he's in a nice position. Don't forget, he's got JMO, um, Jameson Williams who's that Detroit receiver that everybody's kind of forgot about, who's going to come back for him. This team has a bright future. Right now they're eight just because he doesn't have another running back. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited for next future. You're, you're hitting the nail on the coffin here. I'm excited to see this team next year and continue to get good as the year goes on. I mean, he's he's only a – he could sneak into the playoffs. Who knows? He's, he's still only a game back. So, yeah, it's, it's tight right in that middle area. Um, not for me, but for everybody else, it's pretty tight in there. I think me and Charlie are pretty well out, and then I think everybody else kind of has a shot. Um, one of the teams that has a shot is my seven. Uh, I, I was with you with Nick. Um, ETN's incredible. I'll just say that. Uh, he, he was a great player out of college, um, had a great profile. So weird that they drafted him. Urban Meyer, that was a disaster. Um, but, yeah, now he's now he's showing what he can do, and he, he's a great player. Uh, Jack's my seven, um, and the reason I have him at seven right now is even though Alan Lazard is becoming a good player just because Aaron Rodgers has nobody to throw the ball to, Aaron Rodgers in it himself is not having a great year, but um, he really has nobody to throw to also in his defense. Um, it, it's kind of a – it's both things. But he, he's getting all the targets, so he's a solid player for him. But Jonathan Taylor's situation has taken a massive downgrade with um, the the owner of the Colts is really just – they're just uh, – I don't want to drop an F-bomb on here, but I will. They're just really freaking with it. They're, they're, they're screwing it up. Yeah. Uh, this guy, he told the – he told he told Frank Reich, who's the who was the coach. They just fired him. That you know I'm I'm done with Matt Ryan. I don't want to see him anymore. Like you're not playing him, so you're gonna play Sam Ellinger. And Reich was kind of like, like at the mic, you can tell he's just like, yep, we're gonna play Sam Ellinger. He's the best chance that we have to win the rest of the year. And it's like you know, he didn't believe what he was saying. Yeah. He knows this guy sucks. And sure enough, he sucks. And so then he fires him like two weeks later. It's like, you're not the coach for a reason, man. Yeah, um, yeah this is the same owner who got like pulled over drunk driving with like a, a bag of cash in his like front seat. If you don't Jeez. believe me, look it up. It happened. It's crazy. Um, anyway, all that to say, Jonathan Taylor's situation, he's now coached by a TV analyst, Jeff, Jeff Saturday. Uh, again, you think I'm kidding. Look it up. They hired Jeff Saturday <laughs> off of like ESPN to coach their team. Um, they're openly tanking. They're not good. So um, that's tanked the previous RB1, Jack 7. All right, I'm, I'm going to step off my soapbox and let you talk. I'm just excited to be back. <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's 7. It was, But it's really tough for me to pick between me or him and Alex. Um, I think dynasty-wise, definitely more excited for Alex's team, but at the same time, you can't deny who Jack picked up in the trade with you getting Miles Sanders, who has been been, been a somehow consistent option, which is great. And um, then Keenan Allen, when Keenan Allen comes back, I'm sure will be good again, if he comes back. I mean, this guy's I don't know. Apparently he's trending up. Um, but it's definitely worrisome. I'll just believe he comes back. I'll believe the news. And for Jack, that's really good. Um, I still think I agree. I think it's the Jonathan Taylor factor that puts him at seven for me and puts him out of the playoffs for me right now. 
issue is he still is like Travis Kelsey, who's like a league winner usually. So that could definitely put him in the playoffs. I think him and Alex are going to be really close, maybe even Nick for the sixth playoff spot. Yeah, it's going to be tight. So you got Alex here at six? Yeah, yeah, I got Alex at six. I do as well. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, Joe Mixon absolutely carried the squad. I mean, you take away Joe Joe Mixon, he scores not much. Alex scores not much this week. But you can't deny still like Ramadre Stevenson. All his rookies are just still – they're obviously not going to be consistent yet, like Alave – uh, stuff like that, yeah, it's 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 still going to take time, like I've been saying on every podcast, for this team to be, like, consistently good. It's nice that he has Mixon now because Mixon can can get him those wins because he is that – he's the experience this team needs, as he nicknamed him. So, yeah, I, I, I like – I like where Alex is at. I'm hoping he can. I just did Alex's, as I said, like history page, and it's abysmal and sad to look at. So I'm really hoping he can like get a playoff run in here, or at least get some good stats. Um, yeah, and and hopefully have his best year yet. I think his best record was like five and eight or something. So he only needs one more win to tie a five, and then if he gets six, he'll have his best year season yet. So. Yeah, uh, Alex is six for me too. You you hit everything. Um, yeah, like you said, the rookies are inconsistent. They're just they got to figure out the league. Um, usually, if you're a good rookie and your team's not very good, it's going to be hard to be consistent. Um, so that's the case with Olave and London. Um, you don't you you know the talents there. Obviously, they're just not there. Um, another big hit. Uh, is going to be Michael Pittman for the same reason. He's coached by a TV analyst, and his quarterback is Sam Ellinger. Like, there's not much I can say. Uh, this guy, like Jeff Saturday's never coached. He's co- he coached high. I looked like that. I was listening to a radio show. Um, he coached high school football like eight years ago as an assistant offensive line coach, and now he's a national football league head coach. Like, what are we doing? I I, I promise I won't go on another Colts <laughs> rant. Um, <laughs> But yeah, this team is, uh, he, he's putting it together. He's moneyballing it. You got to play Tyler Algier. Algier. Uh, this guy's been really good. He's getting the ball a lot. You got to play him, Alex. I, I don't understand why you're not playing him. So put a Tyler Algier in. Um, you'll thank me later. And I, I don't want you to do well, man. And I'm trying to give you advice because as much as I don't want him to do well for the pick, like if Alex like made a run and like won the league, like, I'd be rooting for that. Like everyone's rooting for that. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? I mean, I think if you're playing him in the final, you'd be like, oh, I kind of want Alex to win here. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, obviously, he's not playing Algier because Patterson gets all the red zone carries, <laughs> two touchdowns. Uh, gross. <laughs> Uh, okay, moving on. I think there's a big tear break, like you said here. Um, Tom is kind of in a tier of his own. Tom's my five. Um, this team, you guys didn't talk about Kenneth Walker enough, so I'm going to go on like a six-minute rant, okay? Of Kenneth Walker, he's not just going to win rookie of the year. He might be an all-pro. Wow. He might be the best running back in the National Football League. He's incredible. Like, <laughs> this team was not that good a year ago, and I didn't think Kenneth Walker would make them like – would he he would he wouldn't do to the Seahawks what he did to Michigan State, and it's like he has like he um, he's one game away from setting uh, the record for most games with a consecutive touchdown from a rookie, which is incredible. 
Uh, Kenneth Walker is insane. Um, as desperately as I tried to get him, Tom held on. I'm ticked. I'm still mad about it. Tell me there's anybody better in Dynasty. Dynasty. Like, is anybody ranked ahead of Kenneth Walker for you? Oh. That's tough. Who would you put ahead of him? That's tough. I, I don't know. I don't know. Who's up there with him at this point? Jonathan Taylor just fucking dropped off the face of the earth. So that guy's just... They're going into a total rebuild. Most of the, like, really good players right this year are, like, the older ones, honestly. Saying that from experience. Yeah. Of how Brees Hall's is. hurt. Yeah. Brees Hall's hurt. And that's a little scary. Early injury in a career. Not a good sign. And he's he's going to be fine long term, but probably not for another year or so. Josh At Jacobs least. is who I want. <laughs> Number one guy. All just... right, fine. We'll agree to disagree there. Um, no, Tom obviously added uh, Devontae Adams. He's got uh, – he, he has Jamar Chase on IR at the moment. Um, so that's bad luck with both Michael Thomas, Jamar Chase, and Priest Hall going out. You have those guys. I think you're a real contender. Um Right now, he's trying to piece it together, and Kenneth Walker is carrying him despite that. Uh, so I've got him at six. He gets Jamar back, and I still think he has a chance to win this league. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it's down to is, like, he's going to make playoffs, also my number five. And once Chase comes back, um, Burrow and Chase just go on, like, a three-game run or something and destroy people. Like, that's an easy win for Tom. That's what you get when you have a stack like that. Unfortunately... If the stock doesn't do well, then you, you might get screwed a little bit and you might just do nothing. Like I mentioned in a kind of like a passive-aggressive message, they've got a very hard schedule at the end of the year uh, defense-wise. Tampa Bay, New England, Buffalo all in the playoffs for the Bengals. Yeah, those are, three of the, tough. those are three of the best defenses in the league right there. So um, that's just that's just the way uh, the way things go when you have a stack sometimes. But besides – Luckily, Tom's built a really good team now around that with Adams. Um, Walker is fucking nuts, like you said. So, yeah, this team is still going to be good. And with Chase, he could easily pull out, a, pull out a ship. But he is in this other tier right now with these injuries. Like, it's going to be – he could – I mean, once again, he's only one game ahead of these teams. So he could easily get unlucky and just fall out of playoffs and not make it. So anything could happen. Yep. Now, one more note real quick, just because I have to. Um, there was an anonymous poll, and a, a GM came out and said, like, if I could do it over again, I'd take Kenneth Walker with the top 10 pick. Wow. Like, he just changes your <laughs> offense so much. Um, and he was, like, looking at the guys that were taken in the top 10, like, Kenneth Walker would change the team more like wow. than a lot of these guys. He's that's, just... That's high praise. He's incredible. <laughs> We called it like a year ago. We all called it and said he's he's the guy, and um, he truly is. And this league obviously valued valued him a lot more. Okay, no right. more Colts, no more Kenneth Walker. I promise. All right, all right. Okay, I, I think I'm number up four. Oh wait, I'm you're up. up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I have Anthony at number four. Um, okay, interesting. I do too. <laughs> Um, maybe a bit of, I mean, we both did it, but I mean, maybe people would expect him to still be over Quinn. Uh, but I have Anthony at number four because his team's maybe the look at doing his league page is 
It's very impressive. He has had his worst finish is fourth. He has made semifinals every single year. I mean, his team is nuts every single year. He had the best team by far in the first year and just got really unlucky against Tom. So, yeah, he, he's got a really good team. This this year maybe least impressed with this team, and it's just because of um, some inconsistency out of a lot of his players and losing some of his losing, – losing the consistency he had with a lot of, like, his top – running backs, especially like not having Najee be consistent this year is really hurting him way more than I thought it would. Um, he's got Damian Pierce up there who's like insanely consistent. Speak, speaking of other rookies who are who were pretty nuts this year. Uh, and, you know, you thought Amon Ra would be a league winner for Anthony. It's not looking like he can be. Uh, this Lions offense really slowed down, really, really slowed down, uh, which, which stinks for him. And yeah, it's just, I'm just looking at the bottom of his lineup, and that's looking like the most inconsistent and worrisome part, especially Pitts. And weeks, I feel like I want to like do a stats and weeks where Pitts does well, how well Anthony does, because I feel like that's when he wins, is when Pitts actually scores a touchdown or is able to do stuff. So, yeah, Anthony. agreed. That's the uh, yeah, that's the potential of this team. Um, now I like this team with T Higgins. Um, Juju is actually having a surprisingly good year. Oh, yeah, year. I forgot about Juju. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I just wanted to bring that up. His last three weeks, and this is a great new feature by Slaper, by the way. Oh, yeah. Throw, showing the rankings um, of each week, I really like that feature. I think it's good just to see the consistency. Juju, wide receiver 7, wide receiver 4, wide receiver 15. Um, that's That's been great consistency there um like you said Najee Harris not being great is the reason this team isn't higher in what's a very top heavy league um him and Quinn I think like you said are very interchangeable but this is a team that's obviously built to win a championship uh the problem is he's just had a few guys that haven't quite panned out most specifically Kyle Pitts and uh Allen Robinson and Sutton's been a little up and down too um and by up and down, I mean mostly down because his best finish is wide receiver 15. So um, this team with Mahomes can still win, but it, it's not – I wouldn't pick it to win above some of the other teams. He didn't have a good week this week, which is probably why we're down on him. Agreed. Uh, number three, I went with Quinn. Uh, he dethroned Chris for the, his first loss of the year. Um, we all said he wasn't going to lose. I don't think we all believed that truly. <laughs> um, like it's fantasy football. Like you just do have down weeks. Like anything can kind of happen. Uh, Quinn's done a nice job putting this team together. Dynasty outlook is not great for this team. If you look at the the ages of these men, um, <laughs> Kamara's kind of on his last legs. Tyler Lockett, James Conner, uh, Zach Ertz. Uh, <laughs> are all on their last legs for sure. Same with Adam Thielen. Um, This team could be really bad in two years. I don't know why I'm focusing on the negative so much. He had a great week. Um, He's really good. um, He's got enough depth that is passable. Like he's got Zeke coming off the bench who he can throw in there, uh, which is good if he needs to for buy purposes. Um, Tyler Lockett is doing just enough with – with Geno Smith at quarterback, who's had a great year, by the way. Geno yeah, Smith has had an awesome year. Like insane. Like I, I kind of love that. Like a 32-year-old quarterback who's been a backup like for eight years coming out, and he's like, he's gonna. The Seahawks are good. They're not fake. They're gonna. I think they're gonna make the playoffs, and nobody wants to play in Seattle in the playoffs. I think they're winning so, the Super Bowl. 
That's my prediction. I'd love it. <laughs> Kenneth Walker and Gito Smith wow. lead the Seahawks to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you heard moment. it here first, folks. What a moment. Yeah, Quinn's, Quinn's my number three. By the way, you mentioned the uh, sleeper power, the rankings thing. I just wanted to point out, Nicole Hardman, last two games, wide receiver seven, wide receiver two. This guy is so Love good. it. Someone, uh, if anyone wants him, I'm giving him away for two first rounds. So, come get him. I got a few. <laughs> I'll give you four. Yes, let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah, now Quinn's team's nuts. Yeah, it's old, and he might just be all in on this year. But I, yeah, I, I think he's at the point where he can win this year. So that's really good. I, Kamara had an off week last week, but he's still having a great year. Eckler's having an insane year. Cups, fantastic. I mean, this is this starting lineup is it's great. If someone goes down for an injury, a little worried, but. I still think Quinn built a great team to try to win this year. So, yeah, he's just going up. And the record books I'm writing keep keep referencing it because I think it's super cool. But he's just been going everywhere. He's gone, He's been going up, which is great, fun to see in the record book each season how much better he's done. It's uh, the definition of my rebuild. Quinn's been at the bottom, and he's now – and he contended last year too, but the last two years he's really contended for a championship, which is cool to see in a league that's only been around five years. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a quick turnaround, and it shows you that really – like it's like Tom does. Uh, like I've done. Like I've been terrible, and then I was really good, and now I'm terrible again. Like it, it's cool that you can go up and down so much. Um, no fun if you're like Anthony or John or Chris and you've just been good the whole time. That's so boring. Yeah. Who wants to be those guys? I mean, lame. I mean, technically, you have also been like that, Michael. Like you have been pretty nuts, except for the first year and now this year. So, yeah, that's forty percent of the league. It's yeah, almost half so. the time. I guess so. But yeah, me, Anthony, me, and Chris have some pretty nuts stats in this book for sure. We have consistently been good, and I'm just waiting for my downfall. Anthony and Chris at least have younger teams. Um, at, at any moment, I could die. Who do you have at two, John? I have myself at two. Um, hmm. 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 Are you, are you trying to get rid of Chris? I'll say I'll say I'll just talk about myself. Um, yeah, my team's still good, despite how old they are. I'm sick of Anthony calling all my team fucking old. I'm sick of it, Anthony. It pisses me off. They're still insane. Been offering to trade Anthony Derek Henry for like two years, and this guy is still yet to die. This guy is still insane and putting up insane numbers. And Anthony's looking like an idiot for all the trades I offered. Uh, Derek would be so good for him the past two years. Uh, but yeah, last week uh, was pretty good for me, despite some uh, some poor weeks out of some of my players. Evans is just going to have some rough weeks, apparently, because Tom Brady in this offense isn't as consistent. I love having Tyreek back. He's so consistent. Tight end is now hurting for me because I've had to play Hurst for, like, he's been passing, but he's no Darren Waller last year, and neither is Darren Waller. Um, yeah, it's nice I have Patterson back. That definitely was, was great to have this week because I don't want to have to start CEH. And, yeah, hopefully, hopefully Moore continues to do well. Hardman, maybe Hardman continues to do well. Robinson maybe maybe does well again. Because I, I really, that last flex spot is just where I would like someone consistent to be. And if Aaron Jones is banged up now, that would also suck. Overall, I think I can compete um, for a title. And I'm very excited with this team. John, I think you do have a very good team. I like a lot of the things that you said. Um, 
But I'm going to talk about you in just a minute. Let's go. I've got uh, Kyler's Cod Lobby here at number two wow. in my power rankings. The Cod Lobby. We've been the same up until this point, and we've never had the exact same power rankings, so I can't <laughs> let it happen this time. And I'm going to make the case here, okay? So just hear me out. We all look at Chris as this unstoppable threat, right? Mm-hmm. He just started Deontay Foreman. Wow. Are you kidding me? Deontay this guy sucks. Foreman? Deontay Foreman, he wouldn't start on my team, okay? <laughs> Actually, he might. He might. But um, actually, Jarek McKinnon outscored him, so he wouldn't start on my team. Okay, Chris Brenton played this guy. Okay, now, in being serious about why I actually do have this team at two, um, I'm going to make the argument. Leonard Fournette, last three weeks, eight carries, 19 yards. Nine carries, 24 yards. Nine carries, 19 yards. It's not good, man. It's not good. He's getting some receptions, which are keeping him afloat. That's not great. And, yeah, Josh Jacobs, you know, we're like, okay, he's had this great year, right? Okay. RB32, RB25, RB20. He had three great weeks. Since then, RB40, RB18. Not great. Not great. That means that over 50% of the time, he's not an RB1. That's not super consistent. That's not Derrick Henry consistency. That's not Delvin Cook consistency. Um, Justin Jefferson's a stud, okay? There's no disputing that. But Leonard Fournette, I think, is going to fall off. Josh Jacobs is on a bad team that could very easily kind of throw in the towel. DeAndre Swift is not getting the ball, and that was another workhorse that he was supposed to want to count on here. Um, Deontay Johnson doesn't have a quarterback. This team doesn't have the depth that we thought it did, Okay. Even all together, this team is very good. It's number two. It's not number one. It does not have the uh, consistency, I think. Chris has had some down weeks. So I'm putting him at two right now. He's got to prove it for me. Wow. Which means that number one, of course, is you, John. Justice for J-Rob. The Tyreek Hill trade put you over the top for me. Um Josh Allen had a bad week this week. It didn't matter. You still scored 124 points. Um, Derrick Henry only had 17 carries in kind of a weird game that they lost. Still dominated. Dalvin Cook, on a very good team, did really well. Getting catches out of the backfield. Tyreek Hill is leading the league in receiving. He's the wide receiver one. I should have gotten more, okay? I'll say that. Um, Aaron Jones is going to be fine, and he's the only one who's going to get the ball in Green Bay. Cordell Patterson is back. You have Justin, uh, James Robinson on the bench. You have Nicole Harmon who's going off. You have Rondale Moore who's coming, coming into his own. And Darren Waller's not even playing for you. Okay, that's a big point. Darren Waller's not playing. Mike Williams isn't playing. These guys are coming back too. Mm-hmm. This is the best team in the league. Let's go. You just typed me up. Also, hearing you say Nicole Hardman is here. It's something I never thought I would hear in my entire fucking life, I'll be honest. <laughs> uh, it would be insane if he keeps this up, especially after they just got Canarius Tony. Like, why is he still getting the ball? I don't understand why he's scoring points. But, all right, McCole Hardman. Well, here's the difference, though. He, he's actually, like, nine, nine targets this week. Yeah. That's, that's not fake. Nine targets and you're the wide receiver seven is not fake. Like, yeah, you scored a touchdown, but... You catch the ball six times with Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, that's probably going to happen. Yeah, true. Not bad. Not bad. No. Not bad at all. Um, all right, Chris's team. 
you uh, is my number one uh, or one difference. And I kind of agree with what you're saying. I don't think he's as scary of a number one. I still think he's really. I still think he's number one. I mean, he had two players on by who are just two of the best players this year, and that's CMC and Barkley. Uh, having them is just going to be so good for him alongside Justin Jefferson. Maybe a CD Lamb gets more consistent like he did last time we saw him. Um, this team's just still so scary. Mark Andrews, uh, it's so good. I, I can agree with you that Josh Jacobs probably isn't going to be the stud that he was in those first in those three weeks where he just like destroyed everyone three weeks in a row. Uh, but yeah, it's still a really scary team. I do think um, that quarterback that quarterback spot might hurt him pretty p- badly. Um, well, Todd just came out. He's done. Yeah, Kyler's done for the year. Yeah, it's November. Yeah. The Cardinals all always fall apart in November. Yeah, Kyler's done for the year, and it's a good COD too. So it's it's over. <laughs> it's absolutely over. No, I, I I think that that might actually because me and Anthony both actually have quarterbacks that can win us weeks and could win us playoff games versus Chris. And I will say, Chris's despite how how great he is, I this was the one stat I wanted to pull out from what I've made so far was Chris's playoff record is. Two and four. It's pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. He's made the playoffs every year. He's only been to the championship once. He lost in it. Um, he loses. It means only one year he's won a playoff game. Yeah. Literally 2018, 0 and 1. 2019, 0 and 1. 2021, 0 and 1. Just one and done from this guy every single year in the playoffs. Fake. Fake. He is not good. <laughs> Look at those stats. Wow. Chris is 10. That's wild, John. Chris is 10th in the league. He's my power. Most, um, is that the worst playoff winning percentage in the league? Um, let me see so far. I have to go through everyone's. All right, so his winning percentage is 0.33 repeating. Now Quinn's is worse because he, has, he hasn't won yet. And you also haven't won one, Michael. I won a playoff game, didn't I? Nope. Oh, no, I won the semifinal. I won the uh, third place game. Yeah, no, you have not won a playoff game. Oh, no, I've never won a playoff game. <laughs> You've never won a playoff game. You are 0-3 in playoff no. games. Yeah. A little unfortunate. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> you tried to pull out. You're like, that's got to be the worst, right? And then you're like, no, you're you're actually the worst. I'm at zero. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I probably deserve that. <laughs> It's fine. I'm tanking. There's no bad karma when you're tanking, right? Right, right, right. Definitely not. Watch Alex and Jack both make the playoffs. <laughs> wow, over time. Yep. All right. And they're both going to do very well. Yeah, of course. It's Alex versus Jack in the finals. That's what Jack's two for two on making finals in his young career as a manager here. All right, I want to do the lines for these games for next week, but I don't think anybody's set their lineup. Yeah, I don't think I set my lineup yet. Or no, I kind of... I've got mine set. Oh, yeah, I put McCall Hardman in. (laughs) I have no James Robinson this week. I'm probably going to end up playing Patterson, let's be honest. But but I put Hardman in for for those shits. I guess we can do the ones that... Right, I'll put, how they're currently set. But. I'll put Patterson in. That, like, increases mine even more. Okay. Alex hasn't set his, I don't think. 
Or maybe he has and his team's just not good. Oh, he has Stevenson and Mixon on bye. Shit. Oh, wow. What a lucky week for me. What a week for you. <laughs> good week for me, too. Does that mean Alex is going to lose? Okay. Um, let's go down the line. Um, gosh. I'm going to say Charlie puts in a quarterback. I think that's a fairly good bet there. Um so let's say Tua's getting 25 points, all right, as a projection. So that's 79 to 88. Let's just call it an even 10. Let's say I'm a 10-point favorite over Charlie. Who are you taking? Dang, but he should be even more of a favorite, right? Because he'll put Cooper in too, who's good. Okay, you want to call it a wash? You want to say Charlie's favored by 10? I think either it's even or Charlie's favored by 10, probably. Is probably what's going to happen. All right, let's call Charlie favored by 10. What do you think? All right, wait, let me look. Montgomery versus Detroit. Chicago, Detroit. What a game that's going to be. Oh, man. The Lions might mess around and win that. They could. We beat the Packers. We're so good. Um, (laughs) You don't want them to win. (laughs) Amari Cooper versus the Dolphins. I'm just gonna pick Charlie and close my eyes. I hope I, I hope Charlie kills me. I want Charlie to score a thousand, and I score zero. What do you got? Uh, yeah, I'll go. I'll take an AJ Brown touchdown. AJ Brown, Washington versus the Washington Commanders. Herbert versus San Francisco. That's gonna be a low scoring. Yeah, I think Charlie will probably even beat the spread against you, honestly. Yeah. All right, John, mashing up against Alex. John currently laying 48 points on the road, traveling in to relocate, rebuild. Wow. Um, Insane. Historic stadium. Yeah. Also, uh, for the record, I'm going for a Rice Dynasty record this week. Uh, I just want to point out, no one in the league has ever had nine straight losses. Yep. It's going to happen this week. Yep. I haven't checked everyone's loose loss streaks yet, but I'm pretty sure that is Alex has the worst um, in eight games. But yeah, go for it, Michael. Get this get this nine. It's gonna be great. Um as far as this game goes, do I think I'll win by fifty? Maybe pretty much. Maybe. Who do I <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's one of the answers. Um I'm gonna go with Alex to cover the spread here. Uh you've got some tough matchups. Dalvin Cook against Buffalo, Mike Evans against Seattle. Um yeah, wait, they're gonna slow tough. things down. I'll go with Alex and a fifty point spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. give me the points. Yeah, no, I I have to agree. I, my team has my team has really hard hard matchups. What the hell? They're projected so much. Um I mean you have a good week to do it. Yeah. Alex doesn't have Mixon or Stevenson. I agree. I'm coming for that I'm coming for that uh number one seed this year. Um Chris, so watch out. Watch out, Printopolis. Watch out. Have you guys played yet? Yeah. You guys played, right? Yeah, he beat. Yeah. Well, it was during, it was during all my bye weeks. That's why. Oh, uh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, currently, uh, Anthony laying 27 points, traveling into K9's doghouse. Wow. Um, Tom with some tough matchups. Kenneth Runner going up against Tampa Bay. Um, Nick Chubb with a pretty even matchup against Miami. Uh, Damian Pierce has to play the Giants, though, and they're coming off a bye. That's a good defense, although one of their players got hurt in an ATV accident. You think I'm kidding? Look it up. Jesus. And that's their starting safety, which, what the hell? The Giants just lost the bye week. They're on (laughs) such a hot streak, and they lost in the bye week. Sounds like the Lions. 
Sounds like the Lions, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, what do you think here, John? Hmm. Tom. So Tom has his Mr. Burrow on a bye, so he's got Fields in. Which I like because Fields Scored. has been doing great. Yeah, he has. But he really remember. I remember like our last podcast together. I feel like we talked shit about this guy. Now he's good. We did. Now the guy's freaking Lamar Jackson. That gets last the four weeks. Quarterback eight. Quarterback five. Quarterback five. Quarterback one last week with fifty four points, one hundred and seventy eight yards rushing. Yeah, I it's got, incredible. I got to pick Tom here. The Tom football Fields. I might screw around and win this game. Honestly, like I don't. He's. Don't know why he's not. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to take Tom in the points. Just show me someone can stop Kenneth Walker. Yeah, I mean, no one. Seriously, show me someone can t- can stop him. The Giants kind of contained him, but he still scored. This is the um, everybody else has failed to do so. Um, Tampa Bay is not that great. My prediction is this is the week the Claypool Fields stack begins. Oh, the stack. It could be cool. The stack wins. Too bad Fields still can't throw. Um, also, <laughs> Indy's quit, so Devontae Adams is going to score a million. Oh. All right, let's go to – I think we know what the game of the week is. It's a rivalry. But I'll go to Kyler's Cod Lobby going into processing. Um, ah, road matchup for relegate the Jets. Uh, this game is in New Jersey, and there's a red-hot Jets team that also plays at the same time. This is going to be an interesting matchup. Um, currently, and the spread is not accurate. Um, so I'm just going to say this. Chris is probably favored by 30. Let's go Brentopolis, plus or minus 30. What do you think, John? Who are you going with? Plus or minus 30. All right, ETN's got Kansas City. Eagles against Washington. Does Nick actually have to start Alec Pierce, or does he have anyone else? I think he needs to start Alec Pierce. All right, then I'm taking Chris Brentopolis. Damn it. I thought I would be able to take Play the 30 points? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Christian McCaffrey and Barkley all have really nice matchups. Houston for Barkley. Houston sucks. Um, McCaffrey plays the Chargers. Their defense is terrible. The Chargers are going to have to fire their coach, by the way. Brandon Staley's terrible. He's not a good coach. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but 30 points, man. Nick's, Nick's hot, too. ETN's playing Kansas City. They give up a lot of points to running backs. Um, yeah. Ah, uh, this is tough. I'm gonna. I'll take the points. Screw it. Give me. Give me Nick plus thirty. Wow, thirty's a lot of points in lot. fantasy. It is a lot. Um, yeah, I don't. I. I can't. Chris's team's just good. Screw his team. Screw his team. All right, game of the week. Rivalry. Game of the week. Rivalry time. Rivalry game. The stupid losers hosting Antonio Brown's pool noodle. <laughs> In an epic matchup. Never thought I'd say that (laughs) sentence in my life. Um, Yeah, Quinn coming off a big week. Is he due for a letdown? This game's pretty much a pick-em. Tough matchups for Quinn. I'm going to go with Quinn still. Um, I think this team is focused. I think this team will not give him a letdown here. Uh, I really trust Geno Smith. Uh, which is a sentence again I never thought I would say. Uh, nicknamed Doctor Strange, and it's pretty appropriate. He, you know, he kind of came out of nowhere. He's a little weird, but this dude's good. He's good at football. I'm going with uh, I'm going with Quinn. Uh, I'm gonna go Jack. I'm gonna go Jack to to stop Quinn's momentum a little bit here. Um, I, I think Jack's 
despite losing last week, he still won three of his last four. I think he makes it four of his last five. Um, he's on the comeback. I'll go opposite of you. I like his matchups better. Yeah. I like his lineup. I really do. Um, God, I wish there was a spot for DJ Moore in that lineup. So I like DJ Moore. Panthers are just too volatile. They're too toxic. Yeah. Okay. That'll be interesting. Um, yeah, I'm excited. This I still have a lot of fun with this league, even though as bad as I am, I'm still going to have a great time with this league. Um, yeah, I'm rooting for you, Charlie. I'm rooting for you, Nick. Quinn, you guys go get them out there. Even you, Tom. You go get them. I want these teams to be good. Hell yeah. Let's get, let's get some new history here. Screw me, Anthony, and Chris. Get us out of here, right? Yeah. You guys... You... Uh, Jack, Alex, um, yeah, I want you guys to lose. Well, and actually, lose a lot. Charlie's really fucking. Charlie's got a championship, all right. He's he's a dynasty, and I don't want him to win ever again. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I don't have a championship and Charlie has a championship <laughs> just it keeps me up at night, man. And Charlie's Charlie's gonna sit here and he's gonna listen to this part of the episode where I say that him having a championship keeps me up at night and he's gonna have a sly little smile on he's his face love it. and it just pisses me off. He's gonna be so happy to hear that. God, just screw you, Charlie. Looking through that season again and seeing that um Charlie like made the playoffs off of like an awful Tom Tank week and then Charlie winning three games in a row to win it all. I mean, my he God. won three games in a row against Juggernauts. Yeah, no, he's Drew Brees and Keaton. Uh, wait, no, yeah, Drew Brees just leading was, the charge. It was literally Drew Brees just like had the most going for fifty a week. And he scored literally one eighty one in the semifinal. Like Charlie, po- he scored one eighty one <laughs> and then one forty after scoring. No, he beat me. Yeah, at, yeah, I remember he beat me after sco- he killed me too after scoring sixty five points and beating Tom. In, to make the playoffs in the final the week of the season. Charlie went on and won the whole thing. I mean, what a story. Three years later, we're still talking about it. What a story what for this franchise. My God. <laughs> Anything could happen. Anything is possible, people. Yep. I, I don't know if we'll get, we'll get an underdog story like that ever again. The 30 for 30 is going to come out any year now. I can't wait. ESPN, hit us up. We'll, we'll get you all the stats and stuff. You can interview us. <laughs> They're going to interview like me and Chris. We're going to be in like, like rooms with like baseball caps <laughs> on. Yeah, I had a great team. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, then frickin' Drew Brees, Drew Brees came in. Turned on the TV, and it was yeah. just Drew Brees throwing touchdowns. There's nothing I could do. I had no, I had no plan. So good. Him and Kenyon Drake. Just Kenyon Drake, yes. who got traded to the Cardinals that year, yeah. and just blew up. Yep, he just destroyed. I mean, God, out of nowhere, Kenyon Drake. 41 points. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna cut to like the beginning of the year when Charlie had to go through the relegation draft. <laughs> and the, Oh, no, he took over a team. Yeah, he, didn't, no. he didn't have a draft, right? Yeah, he took over Max's friend. I can't remember what his name was. It was the... Yeah. Um, 
Tar- Charlie takes over the yeah, team, and then we there's a, it cuts to you, and you're just like, yeah. And then I traded him Kenyon Drake, and I thought it was going to work out great. <sighs> I thought I got a deal. I, we all like clowned on him so hard for the Kenyon Drake trade because I, I was like, ah, oh, John, what dist- you, you wanted Kenyon Drake. Charlie, are you kidding me? Who did you get anyway uh, for Kenyon Drake? Let's go. Let's go back to these trades. By the way, the spreadsheet has like your total moves every year. It is cool seeing how many moves everyone made every year. There was one year where I made like 130 moves or something. Like I made an insane amount. But I will say the year Charlie won, he made he made the most moves he had ever made, and it was 50. And then the rest of the years, he's made like 30, basically. So making moves. Come on, Charlie. All right. Make moves, you're gonna win championship. Trades. Where's Charlie? Who is the most trades in the league? Can you look that up real quick before we get off the podcast? Um, I, I don't know if I can. That's gonna be a stat I'm gonna have to like add up later. <laughs> I don't have that right now. Okay. As far as all I, right, no problem. I could do total. Guys, moves, it's been great to be back. By the, it's been very fun. By the way, who the hell is um, D Johnson? Deontay Johnson? Maybe. It says running back Buffalo. D. Johnson. That's who I traded for Kenyon Drake. And I don't know who it is. David Johnson? Maybe David Johnson? No, no, it wasn't David Johnson. It was uh, Duke Johnson. Oh my god, Duke Duke Johnson. Johnson, the legend! How did we forget about him? Duke Johnson for Kenyon Drake, and then Kenyon Drake would have won me the championship if I would have kept him. My god. What a trade. Oh, I could be a two-championship team. I remember I started uh, Tyler Higby over Mike Gesicki, and starting Mike Gesicki would have beat Charlie. Wow. And I didn't do it. Or no, it was the other way around. It was the other way around. I could have started Higby over Gesicki, and I started Gesicki, and I lost. Wow. Sad to see. Love looking back at history. Sad to see. Where's Mike Gesicki anyway? Who has him now? Did I trade him? I feel like you still have him. No, I still have him. <laughs> he's the only guy left. Yeah. I don't know if, wow. I don't know if he's worth much at this point. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to get for him. He's just, he needs to stay on my team forever. Yeah. He's, he's the one constant. Mike Gesicki. He's the captain. Mike Gesicki. <laughs> captain. We traded Mike Gesicki for Michael Gallup. I remember the, that. The first, it was like the first trade of the league. I remember that. What a, what a time. Classic. I remember. Oh, man, what a day. All right. Well, that's it, guys. It's been fun, but uh, I need to go to bed.